Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Henk. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good weekend? It was okay, actually. It was quite a quiet weekend. Nothing too dramatic happened, it has to be said. It was nice to get a break from the markets, but we're back into the melees once again this morning. Yeah, you certainly are. The markets, miserable week, miserable month, miserable year. Sums it up quite nicely, to be honest with you, certainly for equity market investors, and certainly was yet another turbulent week in global financial markets, particularly for UK assets. After the bank as we know, were forced to step in to avert the melees we're talking about in government bond markets, impacting the stability of the financial system and the broader economy. Meanwhile, global investment sentiment remains negative. The spectre of elevated inflation continues to pressure central bankers into hiking rates further into restrictive territory. In terms of equity market performance, S&P 500 fell 2.9% over the course of the week, was down 9.3% in September, the worst monthly performance since the height of the pandemic sell-off in March 2020. In Europe, the stock 600 fell 7 tenths of 1% last week. It's down 6.6% over the course of the month. Equities have now registered three straight quarters of losses, which is the longest losing streak since the 2008 financial crisis. So I guess... We should ask ourselves this morning, what can change sentiment? Well, I think it's hard to see how investors will be able to regain their composure till policymakers are able to declare victory in the battle over inflation. In order for that, I think we need two things. Firstly, confirmation that we've reached a peak in price pressures. Secondly, clarity over terminal rate levels. I think for equity markets specifically, it's also growing realisation that analyst earnings forecasts are far too optimistic given the pressure on margins and therefore revisions will need to be made before investors will be able to make a more informed judgment around valuations. In terms of the opening calls on the European bourses this morning, looking still to the downside, got the Euro stocks 50 off 34 points, FTSE 100 in London down 57 points, DAX over in Frankfurt down 130 points. Now, the sterling is higher this morning after the U-turn from the Chancellor. Yeah, exactly. Sterling looking slightly better this morning. In fact, it has recovered about 8% compared to the low that we saw in the immediate aftermath of the Chancellor delivering his uh, plans for the fiscal policy. Uh, Sterling looking better today This on, it, on confirmation, should I say, that the Chancellor has announced a U-turn on the proposed abolition of the top rate of tax. The plan was to scrap the 45 pence rate for people earning above £150,000. Prime Minister Liz Truss was doing interviews over the course of the weekend, admitted the government had failed to lay the proper groundwork ahead of laying out all of those plans and said the cut to the 45% rate was only the idea of the Chancellor, so very much putting him in the spotlight. He has answered those calls today, saying that he has listened and he has decided to cut the plan for the highest earners. So uh, some early signs that, uh, or perhaps the first crack in the government's resolve to push ahead with its plan in its entirety, abandoning, the, as I say, that plan to abolish the 45% tax rate. But this measure, we should remember, only accounts about £2 billion of those measures outlined, given the overall plan was around £200 billion when you take into account the energy support bill. The actual impact is probably less important than, than the impact on sentiment, maybe. Do you think it's more of a, more of a humiliating climb down for Liz Truss than anything else? 
Well, it's a humiliating climb down for the government, for the market to pressure a new government into changing one of their headline policies in a matter of days is, is extraordinary. There's no doubt about that. Uh, we've got the party season, of course, taking place, the conference season for the Conservatives taking place over the course of the weekend at the start of this week. And no doubt, I think party members would have been shocked when they look at those opinion polls that gave the opposition party, the Labour Party, 33-point lead in those polls and would have basically wiped out the number of MPs that the Conservatives would have had in the British Parliament. So some reaction to the polls, some reaction to the headlines and the pressure from the markets, one would suspect. And uh, Nike is feeling the squeeze from strong dollar and discounts, are struggling? Yeah, exactly right. Shares in Nike have been under pressure after sportswear manufacturers said inventory levels have been surging, forcing it to push through margin-busting discounts that have been hurting profitability. Higher freight costs, markdowns and foreign exchange effects are weighing on earnings. Margins fell to 44.3%, which is below expectations. North American inventories surged 65%. Nike also downgraded its outlook for the full year. Certainly been a tough time for many of the retailers. Supply chains, remember, made it very difficult for them to get products onto the shelves when demand was robust as economies reopened. Now, demand is easing, of course, as inflation erodes consumers' purchasing power. Stronger dollars also crimping results from overseas operations. Nike shares slumped a further 12% on Friday, adding to the 43% decline year-to-date that we've seen before the results came in. Do you own a pair? Uh, do I have any? No, I think I've got a lot of ASIC these days. When I was a kid, I loved Nikes. I thought they were really the best. But uh, ASIC is uh, is my brand of choice these days. <laughs> okay, and the f- uh, foreign exchanges, please, Hank. I take that laugh. Wasn't the fact you think I very <laughs> rarely wear them? To be honest, Birkenstocks were... in there as well. <laughs> I thought you, as a boy, would have been Clarks. Sorry. <laughs> Reebok pumps. Do you remember them? They were cool. They were good. They were, I had a pair. Yeah. They were really great. I wouldn't mind those again. Probably couldn't get away with it these days. Pound against the dollar coming in at 112.5. Euro dollar 0.98. Going to get a mighty one euro 14.5 cents for your British pound this morning. Well, have a good day. Is it sunny in London? It's actually quite bright. It was a miserable weekend. The rain uh, was at full pelt and the wind was uh, gusting around. But it seems a calm and beautiful day. I was up early this morning, some beautiful pinks, some oranges in the sky as the day broke. So maybe it's a little bit better than we've seen over the course of the past couple of days. And did you watch any of the marathon? Didn't watch too much of a marathon. Had a friend in the marathon, so that was nice to, to see him get round. He raised a lot of money for charity, so I was pleased with that. Uh, caught a little bit of the Grand Prix, I have to say. It was all uh, lots of excitement under the lights in Singapore. Uh, but other than that, nothing too sporty to get me involved with this weekend. All right, well, have a good day, and we'll speak to you tomorrow morning. Have a good day. Hank Potts from Barclays. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young. 